Springfield, Missouri's many flea markets and thrift stores are home to over 45,000 VHS copies of Speed. Live to a hard drive from the deep, dark heart of Victor Lurvy Park. You were listening to Spring Food Mo, America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. My name is Andy Carr. And my name is Dan Howell. And Burr, it's cold out here, Andy. It's a bit cold. It's cold in the park. It's rainy. rainy. It's yeah. uh it's starting to be the winter time, I <laughs> think. We you thinks? Yeah. We may need to figure out a different recording situation. <laughs> no, no, I think this is good. I, I I like it. And I like that we've decided to just continuing do it continue doing it uh even when we don't have guests. I know. Yeah, I mean, it's... There's really no reason for us to be socially distanced like this, 50 feet away from each other in the park. <laughs> I don't think it's that far. I don't think this park is 50 feet across. <laughs> but we are in one corner, with mm-hmm. the corner next to my house and the corner next to Old Man C's. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Old Man C, and we dare not say his name, because I'm not even sure if canonically we can remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Dan... You got some very dark circles under your eyes. Mm. Is that true? You're looking you're looking ragged and rough today. Maybe just slightly more ragged and rough than last week. Care to care to comment? Well, Andy, I mean, you would almost think I would be slightly less ragged and rough seeing as I'm advancing towards my goal that keeps me up every night, uh, the goal of eating at more restaurants here in Springfield, Missouri, locally owned, of than, course. Than anyone else than ever has. anyone else. And specifically Billy Dove, because I think <laughs> I think your boy's in the lead right now. I think is Billy's he? in the lead. Oh, did he, I just did don't he know, comment on this? I don't know who our competition is. No. He's probably going to now. <laughs> if he knows what's good for him. <laughs> I doubt he has a spreadsheet like we do. Ooh, we know roughly how many... <laughs> Whenever I bring up the spreadsheet to people, uh, they realize that that we're the real deal, Andy. Oh, I know. I think. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, that's why I haven't been sleeping. Well, I will send the spreadsheet to guests, potential guests, mm-hmm. and then suddenly their responses will come back a little bit quicker. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. they take this seriously. Wouldn't know it from listening, <laughs> but once you see that, once you see that sheet, I love the sheet. <laughs> it is it is very useful. It's out of date now. Mm-hmm. Um. Partially because, sad reason, a lot of places have closed yeah. here in the last six months or so. A lot of people just giving up, you know, saying, ah, I don't want to make food for people anymore. No other reason than that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Just quitters. Uh, a lot of places have closed. Like, there are places that we have reviewed on this show or on mm-hmm. Tower Club episodes, which is even sadder because those are places that opened new. Yeah. Uh, they opened new, Dan. <laughs> they opened new, folks. <laughs> I guess Red's... You know, Red's uh, drive-in or whatever opened old because it was a reopening of a place that had previously existed. No, it opened old. (laughs) What is that place called? Red's Giant Hamburg. (laughs) That's right. The place was good. It was good. We were really liking that a lot. I kind of want to go back. Why are we not just reviewing that again? I know. I think we're at the point where we could successfully just review good places do we've you, already gone do you to. remember early in the pandemic when i had all uh, this time and there were like bio segments history segments went like seven eight minutes long oh yeah i mean i don't remember the segments themselves yeah me neither 
It is but funny when like that. I'll meet somebody who listens to the show and they will say, "Hey, I really liked this historical detail about this place." And I'm like, "What? <laughs> I don't remember that." <laughs> the person who spent hours researching mm-hmm. and recording it and writing and all that. Mm-hmm. It's just it just leaves my brain. It's like most of my education. My entire, do you remember stuff you learned back when you were in school for a couple of years or however long you were in school? Oh, <laughs> for a couple of years. You think I was thinking about college. About college. I was in college for about a buck, buck fifty, I'd say. And uh, is that because you went to OTC? You're just talking about how much it costs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how that's how much I ended up shelling out. Uh, no, no. Of course, I paid much more than that, yeah. Andy. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't remember a whole lot. I, I would say the math things, but those are probably from math hi- things. high school. I feel like I still use some of those. Yeah. Uh, every once in a while, I remember how much I didn't like the Scarlet Letter. Oh yeah. And how I thought it was stupid that they were making us read this book with old man words. <laughs> <laughs> there is um so much truth to that. It's high dumb. school. I mean, <laughs> the book sucks. <laughs> I remember reading a separate piece in my uh, freshman year mm-hmm. of, of high school, and it's a great book for teaching symbolism because the symbolism is o- so overt that it is comical. Mm-hmm. And as a bit in my journal that I had to write every day, <laughs> I wrote, this book is so stupid. There's no symbolism in this. <laughs> <laughs> this book sucks. It doesn't even and have any symbolism. It was just for me because like, it didn't require any brain work or any thought whatsoever mm-hmm to notice or explain the symbolism of this wildly silly book. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I got in trouble <laughs> for writing about how <laughs> stupid the book was in my journal. And then uh, I be- developed a very like productive relationship with that teacher. Mm-hmm. And she called me to be interviewed to be an English teacher for that, that school later. Wow. I bombed that interview, Dan, and you might be able to Just tell that I... Just destroyed the relationship. <laughs> burned that bridge entirely no, not at all not at all i have a tangential <laughs> to c- connection to her right now actually sure. but uh <laughs> that was such a bad interview it was so terrible sure i just had never been in a real job interview before every interview up to that point had been uh wait are you a living breathing human and you can lift stuff <laughs> yeah you're hired <laughs> when's the last time you had a job interview oh goodness that's probably been Good. Oh, actually, only a couple of years. Then just probably two years. Also, didn't do great. Yeah. Uh, and I'd rather not talk about it, Andy. But I think <laughs> before that, I considered myself a pretty good interview. I, I think I might have gone into that interview a little too big for my britches. Oh, nice. Because I've gotten most of the jobs that I've interviewed mm-hmm. for. Did you didn't get that one. Mm. Mm. That uh. I was trying to remember the. I can't remember the name of the uh, adult entertainment place close to my house. Oh well, you're thinking of uh, Rumors Cabaret, (laughs) Andy. Uh, (laughs) Adult entertainment uh, at its finest. Can tell you how often I I've never patronized a place like that, and you can tell by the fact that I could not remember the one nearby. Well, I mean, you probably it's been so long. You know it as the Pony Club. Still, I I think is the problem is you still Mm -hmm. know it as the Pony. I should have should have gone with Showtime Joe's. The, yeah. the name of that place really gets me showtime joe's sassy reds that's a real <laughs> that's a that's that's a bit much uh i once wrote a report about kurt vonnegut mm. didn't didn't read any of his books 
I think I said I wrote, read the Slaughterhouse Five, and yeah. that was part of it. And I maybe read some things about him. And then years later, just a couple years ago, actually, I read the Slaughterhouse Five. Great yeah. book. It's really good. <laughs> Great book. No, he's really one of the, wish I would have read it. <laughs> he was a little too out there for. I think the English department at my high school would have loved to have read some Vonnegut. He's one of the few that is kind of one of one of the old white guys who's canonical mm. now that uh, is actually fun to read and you can you can do engaging instruction yeah, using it, that book. It was fantastic. I think we were given a list of people who uh, different white people that we yeah. could like oh, yeah, write yeah. old white guys reports on in the occasional uh, and, I, and I chose him the occasional old dead white woman uh-huh. also. It's getting better. <laughs> She's got to be dead. What's slow. up with that? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> They're all dead. That's the point. <laughs> They're all dead. We're all we're all dead. What? When you think of it, Andy? No, I don't think that's true. No, well, I've been reading some of these books. <laughs> and uh, they say different. Anyway, uh I think that high school kids should be reading contemporary texts. Dan, that's sure. how you, you okay. get kids engaged uh in what they're learning. You want these kids to be engaged to each other, Andy? Absolutely. <laughs> Sicko. Miriam Young. <laughs> Oh, but well, you're talking about high schoolers marrying other high schoolers. Yeah. Well, that's fine. That's perfect. Yeah, gotta give them the raunchy new books. Man, and the school board <laughs> hasn't been listening to your big new ideas. Hey, Dan, it's wild to me. You, uh, you know they don't listen. <laughs> Certainly didn't listen to me. Yeah. Well. Anyway, how do we get on this? Who knows? Who cares? Mm. How you been, Dan? I'm pretty good. Oh. Okay, <laughs> great. Hey, I just gave you all that gold about Vonnegut, and then you expect me to to, to just surf the show with my big wave of a how I'm doing story. I'm doing great, Andy. <laughs> Had a, I did relax this morning with my lovely cat, Mr. Business. Oh. You had away. a relax. I had a nice relax. <laughs> Listen to a album I hadn't listened to in a long while and it boy it was fun oh yeah you know i listened to, i went for a run this morning in the cold rainy weather Ooh, Dan. wow not pleasant uh pretty pretty miserable mm. actually and just kind, really, of, kind of your mo though yeah <laughs> <laughs> not unpleasant and pretty miserable actually yeah. Yeah. i think both of those are not true <laughs> i think i'm quite pleasant no no i'm not that miserable i didn't say i wasn't saying that that's what you outwardly exude that's, <laughs> that's just what, what you like. wanted <laughs> Oh, that's, that's what, what I wanted. you wanted for yourself. Well, I was going to tell you, I was leaning in and not to get too deep into sure. what we've been eating with our eyes and uh-huh. ears, which you can hear us talk about if you want. Oh, yeah, on you're going to have to pay episodes. for that. That's why I didn't say the name <laughs> of the album. Andy. <laughs> I put on the old, the old Purple Mountains album this oh, morning, wow. just getting get real sad, mm. but didn't take didn't take. I just appreciated the dreariness and the sadness. I'm still in a good mood. I wish I could remember the last episode that you talked about running and being sad to that Purple Mountains album. No, oh, I probably but, did. No, because you absolutely have. <laughs> I'm not even just being facetious yeah. here. I know that you have, but uh, that uh, you know, that reads to me as a a, a whole change in uh, positivity outlook. Yeah, I don't know. If my outlook's positive. I'm just in a good mood today. <laughs> It's two different things. Well, well, I'm glad you had a banger of a story. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dan, that wasn't trying to do that. I wasn't trying to tell a banger of a story. <laughs> well, it was a, it, it was cold. It was a miserable mm. run, mm. and I did put on the sad album. Like, <laughs> I think the big single for that album is the chorus says, "All my happiness is gone." Uh-huh. <laughs> it's one of the sadder albums. Sure, 
but uh, just rolled right in in here. Had a had a bit of a time trying to set this stuff up, Dan, and then we hit the record button, mm. and I immediately knocked my entire oh. eight ounce cup of coffee on the ground. You sure did, Andy. The, the ground of the Vic Lurvie Park. You you had it precariously placed on the armrest here of your chair in Vic Lurvie Park. And I remember thinking to myself, mm, I don't know about that. Yep. <laughs> and then it happened. You sat down. It fell over. And we we had all these great bits planned for uh-huh. the start of the show, Andy. Yeah. You were going to ask me about Jake. And if I had seen his collection of speed, all the speed he has. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is not accurate. No, you said that. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no. The, the VHS tapes. Yeah. VHS copies of speed. Yeah. Wow, have you it seen is, it's been twelve minutes since that happened since that fact <laughs> yeah, dropped. Yeah. <laughs> you said have I seen Jake's stash of speed? <laughs> no. In Jake's Oh, I said, have you been in Jake's bathroom? <laughs> oh yes, that is actually what yeah. you said. <laughs> no. Uh he's got a like a collage that he made of from from the VHS covers of speed. Just cut wow. them out. I think it says speed. <laughs> oh my! I have seen that yeah. actually. Okay, now that now that you uh, fully interpolated the bit, it fully entered my mind again. Yeah, it's a it's a good bit. Mm. It's been there forever. It's really good. Yeah, Dan, remember that review we got that one time that said we talked too much at the top of the show. Yeah, sure. And then we increased the amount that we talk at the top of the Out show. Out of spite, absolutely. <laughs> we got any reviews lately? Well, since we're not doing live shows, we haven't read any reviews on the shows, mm. uh, of the show, on the, the show. The last review I remember seeing was, I think, on Apple Podcasts, mm. uh, right after our 100th episode. Yeah. Uh, right. Somebody got their feelings hurt. Yeah, somebody might have had their feelings <laughs> hurt and honestly, uh, you know, responded to us via oh no i think like a four star review i actually don't even think it was a one star review these boys don't like my favorite tacos (laughs) (laughs) well the tacos suck they're really bad great american taco have a lot of sympathy for these staff that lost their jobs Mm -hmm. but good riddance to garbage tacos yeah (laughs) put put that on my tombstone buddy (laughs) good riddance to garbage tacos (laughs) oh dan Oh, Dan. oh, Andy. Oh, Dan. Wow. Should we jump into what we're going to talk about for today? I think so, Andy. I think I think we got this train a rolling. Yeah, I am going to get back to doing the, the, the history segment soon. And I tried this week. There's just uh, once again, n- almost no information out there about this place. There was one mm. really strong Greg Holman article where he did the best he could with very little information. And I would have just been copying him and I I don't want to do that. So, Greg, we got to get you back. We got to get you booked on the show again. He's not listening. I doubt Greggy. he listens. <laughs> Greggy. <laughs> I've spoken to him a couple times, once at a book club. Mm-hmm. Nice person. Seems like a great dude. <laughs> I follow him on Twitter. Yeah. He's always posting about the local happenings. Yeah. And every time I go to a different local page on Twitter, whether it be a podcast from Springfield or uh, Josh Arnett's new <laughs> Hootenholler, <laughs> yeah, Hootenholler yeah. podcast. It's a good time. Uh, he's always following the accounts. He keeps his head in in the in the local activity. It's so almost I, like, I like that. He's got some some time to kill during during days running a bookstore during a <laughs> during a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest person on the on Springfield Internet for sure. Josh so Arnett. Funny. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's incredible. <laughs> you got to follow him in different places. He does like ever. He does content. 
in separate content for mm-hmm. the different accounts. It's awesome. That's good. I can't keep up with all that. <laughs> Asian Hut. Wow. Andy. That was not an edit. I just went straight into it. Mm. <laughs> Asian Hut was opened on July 8th, 2016 by a woman named Fan Lu. Uh, their website says, our Chinese restaurant is known for its modern interpretation of classic dishes wow. and its insistence on only using high quality, fresh ingredients. Mm-hmm. I, well, I, and I read this too, and I tried to fact check them. Mm. I called and I said, hey, can you guys put some crummy ingredients in there? <laughs> Just so I can t- see, taste the difference. They hung up on me, Andy. <laughs> they said, absolutely not, sir. <laughs> they hung up. So. Can verify. Nice try, Dan. Mm-hmm. I appreciate your dedication to uh, stalwart journalism. Oh well, I'm a I'm a regular Greg Herman. <laughs> wow, he knew what he was doing, folks. <laughs> so in Greg's article, he mentioned that uh, they have very specifically picked the colors in there. That dark red is a, mm-hmm. a, like a Chinese symbol for good luck mm-hmm. and also they make a point to play chinese pop music yeah they got in, the super inside. tinted windows yeah. it looks like the lights are off mm-hmm. whenever you walk up to the window and unfortunately they got a big blue tarp yeah tarping off all the all the dining area not yeah. uh, not unfortunately people shouldn't be dining in there and that's their prerogative absolutely yeah they got a pretty good system going on in there they sure it, do Andy. they have the uh, what is it? Like the plate? It's not plate glass. The plastic, the clear plastic. Yeah, some plexiglass. Plexiglass setup. So it's just about as safe a setup as you can do. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you you have uh, plexiglass in between you and the people working, and they just have a little opening where they push the food under. Yep. For you when you come pick up, and it's it's all calling and all online. There's no dining whatsoever. Definitely heard people having a pretty emotional argument in uh, Mandarin on the other side of that <laughs> blue tarp. Oh yeah, I you know I considered that. Yeah, it's it's probably just being used for plenty of things and Mm -hmm. I mean mean, whatever. People hanging out back there, they may have kids to take care of. Just need to chill, but something like that. Um, yeah. So yeah, this place has been around for four years. Mm -hmm. I believe it came in. It it opened along with the newly renovated uh, Sunshine Plaza. There, Mm. a lot of places open there. There was a little donut shop. Golden Glaze, I believed, opened a shop called something else. Ah, you know what? This mm. is this is bad journalism Glazing on my gold? part. No, it was called. It was like Dave's Donuts or something like that, and oh. it was to compete with Hertz, and they were open twenty four hours, and they just didn't. They didn't last Did, over there. Was it to like the right of it? Where the yes, it's the, a smokers yeah, there's now. a smoke shop yeah. now and uh, with I, a drive through on it. Yeah, I went over there actually to try and get my you know monthly your ciggies. No, my monthly. <laughs> 1.75 milliliter bottle of Jim Beam. Sure. And it was $7 higher than the price of Brown Derby. Oh, wow. So I just didn't you know, buy it. Well, I think they're also maybe open until midnight. Yeah. So you, you pay a premium for drive through uh, midnight. Oh, cigarettes I didn't go to the drive through. Uh, oh, Andy, you got to do the drive through. It's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been through yeah. there. No. <laughs> well, oh, maybe at the end of the show, I should talk about my acupuncture experience or attempted acupuncture experience remind me at the end of the show we'll talk about it <laughs> i mean why wait but sure <laughs> because we're talking about asian hut oh, okay. this is a long story oh, okay <laughs> yeah. okay 
Or maybe we'll save it for Tower Club. Five dollars. Oh, five dollars wow. a month. For oh, Andy, don't tease them <laughs> Tower like Club that. Towerclub.springfoodpod.com. Don't do it to them. <laughs> okay, Dan. So yeah, open in 2016. Mm-hmm. Had you been there prior to your visit? I think this week? my girlfriend and myself probably visited there pretty soon after they opened. Uh-huh. I, I think we noticed that it was going in, and we used to frequent. Uh, Hong Kong in pretty often for some reason. I <laughs> I couldn't really tell you why. I know. Uh, I, I now it just it couldn't be me. Uh, remember, go, go check out our beautiful Hong Kong in episode. Remember how just we just about a year started ago. this year with reviewing oh, Hong wow. Kong in with Kenny DeForest. Wow, national touring stand of a comedian. Wow, isn't that wild? Seems like a long, long time ago. Anyway, Hong Kong sure in dance. That was a weird <laughs> mistake that you made. Mm-hmm. Loving Hong Kong. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I would never say that I loved it, Andy. Uh, that That's definitely a mischaracterization. Mm. I, I just went there a lot, and the price is right, Andy. Definitely a lot cheaper than Asian Hut, uh, and cheaper for a reason. Yeah. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't really remember being too fond of it or, or having my mind blown by our 2016 visit there. Had, had you been prior to this i sure had dan and i remember not particularly caring for it and i was excited to go try it again is there a reason we picked this restaurant (laughs) there sure is dan a guest we had booked picked this restaurant and then that guest had to cancel uh uh, for reasons that you can probably deduce during Mm -hmm. this time in history but uh we don't need to get into (laughs) and we certainly hope that guest is okay yeah absolutely (laughs) Yeah, and I'm kind of glad that they picked this place. Mm-hmm. I I was excited to get into it with our guest about why exactly they yeah. picked this place because I'm always so interested in why our guests pick whichever Springfield Chinese restaurant they do because they often do pick Springfield Chinese food and sometimes for no reason at all like they'll pick restaurants that they have absolutely no connection mm-hmm. to and sometimes they'll pick ones that they go to all the time it's, yep. it's just always uh, uh, a thrill for me to hear and maybe someday there will be a super cut of all those moments whenever dan chilton gets off his fat little butt <laughs> fat and little well yeah it's less insulting that way if i call it fat and <laughs> call it little again it's fat as in like you know big and juicy t-h-a-t yeah <laughs> dan's got a, a nice can on him <laughs> Wow. He's like myself, Dan with the can. This is disturbing. Hey, he was in here giving you gifts last time. I'm just trying to butter him <laughs> up for some <laughs> sweet loot. <laughs> yeah, Talk about somebody. that can. Wow. <laughs> All right. Come back on the show, I guess, Dan Chilton. Bring a gift for Dan Howell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, you don't have to do that, Dan Chilton. Should we just name drop a bunch more people who've been on the show? No, I'm pretty sure the person who we had booked picked this place because it was close to their home. Oh, okay. And this was a frequent stop uh, during the lockdown. Proximity. Yep, proximity. That Proximity makes perfect. That's what (laughs) my mommy always said. Wow. Uh Proximity makes perfect. Uh, Yeah. Would probably be the reason I was not great at all those instruments I tried. I just got really close to them. Okay, dude. <laughs> All right, let's jump into the food. Let's start with the appetizers and that kind of thing. Wow. I tried the appetizer sampler. 
I, I want you to get into it, Andy, and I'll stop you whenever I uh, hear something that I had. Look, only one place to start. Actually, there's several places to start. <laughs> sure. Let's start with, the, you with the Crab Rangoon, Dan. <laughs> oh, goodness, Crab Andy. Rangoon. Mm. Soft and moist. Mm-hmm. You're not going to hear the words crispy or crunchy with regards to these Crab Rangoon, Dan. Big. Exploding with cream cheese. Mm. So much cream cheese, I would say. Way too much. Possibly I, the most filled crab rangoons yeah. in town. Way too much with five A's mm-hmm. in my notes. There wasn't even a good place to bite it and not be overwhelmed with cream cheese. There was so much cream cheese. Mm. I was not a fan of this. And the cream cheese was fine. It was just only cream cheese. And also, that's going to come up again when we talk about their sushi. <laughs> oh, boy, Andy. I really like these. Wow. I, I just I don't know if it's just because I really like crab rangoons and i don't think i've ever said a single negative thing about them on our show mm. uh i i just love all types i the the one i think critique i have of these crab rangoons is when ordered by themselves they only come in a pack of eight mm. andy that's and like a, a meal's worth of food with all that huge. cream cheese. it's like a whole it's like an eight, eight ounce jar of cream mm-hmm. cheese that you're ordering yeah. it might be cheaper than an eight it's ounce jar of cream lot. cheese and there's not you know you're not seeing any flecks of red in there no. denoting crab no no real cl- crab flavor no real like green onion flavor mm-hmm. uh certainly not at the top of my list for crab rangoons but maybe i should get a crab rangoon tattoo on my yeah. face. <laughs> Should we get spring food more tattoos? Should we get the fork and spoon? Fork and is it oh, fork and spoon? Yeah, or the fork, fork and, and knife? the spoon in the tower. Yeah, uh, not the tower. Our faces. No. I was you, thinking just the fork and the spoon. Just the fork and the spoon. I mean, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> it's settled. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's do it right now. I I still can't get anybody to tattoo me. I, I did pretty much give up. Mm. I got a direct number to somebody, Dan. A text. And said, hey, my friend Blank gave you... I have a friend named B-L-A-N-C-K. Yeah. Blank. Blank. Jerry Blank. Um, and uh, that's not funny. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Say, hey, I, my friend gave me your number. Uh, I'm interested in getting some tattoos. Uh, can I come by? Et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Nothing. No response. Wow. I, and people just don't want it. They don't want to take money to put something on my body. Maybe they know it's a mistake. You got to take a picture of the cash. Yeah, take a picture of cash in hand, Andy. Like my my bank account number? Because I don't carry cash. That's not true. I you do. have to withdraw the cash, take a picture of it, full body, uh, and with uh, today's newspaper. Mm. I, I, I just... <laughs> did you not know this? This is how you get well, tattoos, I only Andy. use money printed that day, so it'll be okay. I can just put the... I mean, not to speak in generalities, Andy, but uh, you do tattoos. You're a... Pirate, mm. some sort, uh, swashbuckler, land or sea, just an outlaw, yeah. Andy, and they need to know you got the cash yeah. and that you exist, and you should probably show them what part of your body you want tattooed, too. Arm. Forearm. Well, you got to... Who knows how many I, times I, they get appointments booked, and then the guy comes in, he's got no arms, Andy. I have them. <laughs> says he wants <laughs> something on his forearm. And he's only got biceps. He comes in and he's Goro. It's a lot more work than they two, thought. Yeah. He's got so, four arms. Yeah. They need pics, Andy. They, they work t- in a visual medium. Remember here. the time Goro came on the show? <laughs> anyway. I um, do. 
Yeah, uh, mm. I, I I really want them. I've wanted the same things for 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 years and decided and just can't. I mean, like I said, I have pretty much given up. But it's true. I'll talk about it on the show. I'll say your name, tattoo. If any of you are listening, I'll talk about you on the show a bunch. Just give me a call, give me a text, send the <laughs> podcast thing, Instagram a message, please. please. Someone do this for me. Yeah, I want to give you money. Separate call. Uh, yeah. I would also like tattoos. So if anyone would like to reach out specifically to me and <laughs> still ignore oh. Andy's He'll, beckons. <laughs> this that comes out on Tuesday. You will be in a, in a tattoo chair Tuesday <laughs> night. That is the way this will work. I have a sick sleeve next time you see me, dude. <laughs> wow. Let's move on to the next. I hope every single thing mm-hmm. we review yeah. has a tangent that goes for five to seven minutes. Oh, I say this next one. You get into that acupuncture story. <laughs> <laughs> crab stick didn't have it i did huge huge and in a natural ungodly way they didn't write about these in the bible dan (laughs) these weren't on noah's ark (laughs) no they sure weren't uh this crab stick was definitely a product of the secular world Uh (laughs) i just realized i my own joke (laughs) there nice crunch Mm. to the outer layer had the filling had a very artificial texture like a bit of plasticity Mm. to it Fatty and the mushy. plasticity. New system of a down songs for the first time in what fifteen years this week. You know, week? I still didn't listen to them. One of them is really good. One of them's good. Anyway. I bet they're good. Uh, yeah, let's, let's spend another five minutes good on that. Good band. Really a great band. <laughs> yeah, good band. Mm-hmm. Cool drummer. <laughs> I mean, he's so good. <laughs> he's really good. Let's not. These were fatty. They were mm. mushy. These were okay. I mean, this didn't come with any kind of dipping sauce, which is a little odd. Um, it's, it's just start raining really oh, hard. Oh yeah, it's it, it's a rainer today, Andy. It's raining so hard. It's you, the mics are picking it up. I can hear it in the headphones. Oh wow, that's great. It I is. I love that. Anyway, um, I mean, I can pick it up in the headphones because it's falling on our heads. <laughs> yeah, because we're outside. Yeah, here that's in right. Park. <laughs> <laughs> a couple smart guys like us. Uh-huh. Oh, Andy. Now, is are you just talking? Is this just it's artificial a- crab stick meat fried I'm, it or must is it like? Be. It must okay. be artificial. There is okay. no way this is actual sure. crab. It would be no. so much more expensive. I, whenever I hear crab stick, I'm only thinking red and white marbled yeah. artificial yeah. crab stick meat. This, I mean, there, there's just no reason to get this. Unless it's a thing you like have a, just a weird affinity. Not weird. It's just a thing you have an affinity for. Mm. No reason to get it. it. I guess it'd be a good bar snack somewhere if you had something to dip it in. But nothing, nothing particularly special here. Shiny wings, Dan. Oh boy, did I! Uh, you're a wing, you're a wing, a wing fella. I love uh, me and my girlfriend both. We love the chicken wings at uh, Chinese restaurants. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a couple different options here. They have barbecue mm-hmm. and I think maybe a hot wing. We just went plain. Yeah, I just like here. the plain, crispy wings. Really, really enjoyed these yep. bad boys, Andy. Nice plump wings, not overly so to where it just really feels like a crazy blown out mess of a overfed chicken uh like me <laughs> um uh super you're crispy. an overfed rooster <laughs> well yeah Andy. i sure am yeah because i'm a boy yeah that, that's it okay <laughs> chicken girl it's got a weird thing hanging from your from your chin <laughs> that's, oh, that's why oh Andy, you're talking of course of my gobbler uh-huh <laughs> I, I grew this beard out to hide the so gobbler. So coarse to hoard, hide the gobbler. Andy, mm. nice batter on these. Yeah, they're breaded. Yeah, and typically, I feel like with uh, at least Springfield Chinese restaurants, you get just the really crispy skin, 
But these had a lovely breading on them. I loved them. Yeah. Would definitely get again. Yeah, I liked them. I thought these were your pretty standard, just fried food service chicken wings. I don't think they batted them there. I'm pretty sure they came just like that. Out of the freezer and into the fryer. Pretty good. Hard to mess them up, really. Just throw them in there, cook them up. Good, good to stuff. go. There's no way they weren't frozen. I sure. mean, yeah. Then that's fine. Whatever. Uh, egg rolls, Dan. Wow. Egg rolls. Mm. Fat, but the pretty thin skin. Soft. No Christmas at all. Bad. Didn't like this at all. Thought this mm. was a bad egg roll. Didn't have it. Yeah. Didn't didn't care for them. Didn't have it. Um, I tried another one to double check because I did bring some Asian Hut to band sure. practice okay. Thursday. Uh, still bad. Yeah. What the band think? Everybody was a uh, pretty they, uh, yeah, it, pretty similar to what I felt, and I'll reveal that at the end. Sure, yeah. Uh, fried baby shrimp, way too chewy. Didn't get these. Didn't like the texture of these at all. Uh, shrimp are not supposed to be that chewy, Dan. Not was supposed to be babies either. E- <laughs> they weren't even that small. That was a little odd. There, they look like normal sized shrimp. This was in my mouth mm. way too long. Took way too long to chew up. Not a huge fan. Texture on the outside was was okay. Kind of had that, you know, panko style breading. I didn't. This is another food service item. Hot and sour soup. Did you try any soups? I didn't. My girlfriend tried the hot and sour soup. Don't think she liked it a whole lot. Totally unremarkable. As far as hot and sour goes. Thick and oily. Not too much heat. Just tasted like oil. Mm. Just tasted oily. I could go for a soup right now, Andy. Mm, it's a good soup day. Nice bowl of soup. Mm. I keep on asking my girlfriend to make stew. And she keeps on pretty much telling me that she doesn't know what it is. She's what? like, what is stew? <laughs> <laughs> That's very it's funny. Soup That's like, a good bit. Beef. <laughs> I just uh, think she really doesn't make it. So every time I ask her, she's like, stew. Dan, it seems like she just doesn't <laughs> want to make it because you can't Google stew. You don't have to put in what is stew. Just go to allrecipes.com and get it. All you do is throw some stuff in a pot with some broth. Mm. Just put some, you know, some protein in there. You're good. She doesn't want to make you a stew. <laughs> I don't think she wants to make me stew. No, I don't think so. When's she coming on? <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> Last episode, right at the end, after the mics are off. <laughs> and just like a breathe, a breath of <laughs> a breath of uh, a sigh of relief. Uh-huh. This is no longer part of her yeah. life. <laughs> okay, damn. Mm. Do you have any other apps, any apps to try? Okay, uh, That's as far as I went on the apps. Let's jump into the entrees. How many did you try? Two, Andy. Two, I okay. had two. I tried three. So let me let me do. Let me start with one. Sure. Try the orange beef. Mm. And the menu says spicy. And it is highlighted with a star on each uh-huh. side of the word. Spicy, crispy beef and sweet, spicy orange sauce. So spicy. Mm. They listed the word spicy twice in the description. Yeah. So spicy. They listed it twice. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. You cut out what you said and just put me. No, say that. Hey, we're at zero edit so far. As far <laughs> as I'm concerned, I'm loving this no edit policy. This is the loosiest, goosiest yeah. this show's ever been, yeah. and maybe the best. <laughs> Everybody's nope. loving it. <laughs> That's not They're true. Playing this in the clubs. <laughs> uh, the other place that I get orange beef serves it up as like a lightly breaded strip. Uh, this place serves it in the exact same style. It's like Springfield style chicken, Dan. A breaded chunks of meat and a vat of thick sauce. The initial bite of the beef put me off a little bit because I expected it to be crispy, but it turned out to be soft and gummy with no crispness at all. However, I came around to it pretty quickly for what it was because the beef was extraordinarily tender and juicy. Uh, the sauce was thin but viscous and sticky. 
like a candy sweetness with just a hint of citrus zest. The sauce soaked all the way through the breading. This place isn't far from my house, Dan. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. And so I know this wasn't just a takeout situation. This this beef was never crispy. No. There's no way it was crispy. Uh, spoiler. Same with the chicken. Uh, the breading flavor and the beef flavor were separate, but the textures were pretty much identical. I generally thought this was pretty great, even though I could have gone for some more heat. There's no spiciness, like mm-hmm. none. And even on the on the menu thing where you can, or I ordered online, and in the text field where you can put in notes, I was like, extra, extra spicy, please. Mm. Uh, I'd love to try the bread of beef with some actual spicy, like general sauce even. But come to find out, the general sauce is almost exactly the same yeah, as I the sauce. Yeah, I So get into one of yours. Andy went for the Kung Po baby shrimp what um i it's listed on their menu as kung po not rather than kung pao and in i i think in that thing that you were reading that i cut you off to tell you how i called them and asked them for yep. bad ingredients Important. and they cut they hung up on me i think after that little bit that you read there they recommend a few things to try mm. including the chicken may fun yeah the Kung Po baby shrimp also spelled the same way there, so I figured that's just the way it is. Mm. It's just the way it is. Kung Po baby shrimp. It is essentially Kung Pao, uh, as we've all had. You got the peanuts in there. You got the carrot, the celery, green peppers, pretty good chunks of those. Mm. Slightly spicy sh- sauce. <laughs> Chow. <laughs> Chow. A slightly spicy sauce with chunks of shrimps. I don't know why I put chunks. They're not. They're full put, shrimps. put shrimps. <laughs> well, yeah, shrimps. It's more than one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I won't correct you. So these it's are rude when people do that. Baby shrimps, as you said. <laughs> Did I say shrimps? I'm pretty sure you said it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. You yeah, who cares? They're baby shrimp. I'll say it right, Andy. Then you were saying how some of them are bigger. Mm-hmm. There are still some little ones. You know, these yeah. weren't fried. These were just unfried natty shrimps. <laughs> and I got to say, Andy, there's adequate baby representation here. Because some of these little guys were big chonkers like me. <laughs> You say they had little rattles. <laughs> yeah, they had little rattles <laughs> and blocks. blocks. And some of those were hard to chew on. Uh, yeah, this was only slightly spicy. You know, Kung Pao, mostly for me, a, a nice textural dish. I, I really liked the cut of the celery and the carrots. They were kind of like uh, cubed, almost like a, the size of a dice. Uh, so a really good crunch on everything, a good hefty portion of peanuts, which I always love. Uh, yeah, this was perfectly fine. I thought the shrimps were good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turns out I am just dumb because I want to say it that way. That's <laughs> not even well, a Well, it's intuitive to say it that way. <laughs> our language is our language makes no sense. The little shrimpers. What if I just said it like that? <laughs> little the little shrimpies. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. This this was pretty good. What else did you get, Andy? This will surprise no one, Dan. Mm. But there is a menu item called oh. peanut butter chicken, mm. and I ordered it, and I had had this here before. 
This is a pounded panko breaded fried chicken breast served over pork fried rice and topped with melted creamy peanut butters. <laughs> Just melted creamy peanut butter. The fried rice had that deep yellow orange hue you get sometimes. It tasted fine, but it was nothing to write home about. Mine was also served with fried rice. Felt the same way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, nothing to write home about. You know, like sometimes when you get something that tastes really good, how mm -hmm. you'll get out a pencil and paper, uh -huh. write a letter to your mom. Well, you go down to the stationery yeah. store uh -huh. and you got to get a nice <laughs> piece of stationery. You write the letter to your mom. Uh -huh. You put that letter in an envelope. You lick a stamp. Mm -hmm. Put it on there. Maybe you kiss the stamp instead just because it seems like you a funny funny stamps. thing to do. But then you realize nobody was around to see you to, to see you lick it, and it's just a funny little secret between you and your stamp. Uh -huh. Anyway, you <laughs> send your mom the letter about the tasty rice you just ate. I, I didn't do that with this rice because it was mm. just pretty good. Uh, the chicken is the highlight of the dish. Mm. It's, it's cut widthwise into thin slices and then once again down the middle lengthwise. So like is there a word for, I don't know, like strips of chicken? Mm, I don't know. Not the that the I meat know was very tender and juicy, just just like the the beef was. The breading had a nice crunch to it, unlike the breading on the other two dishes I tried. This was different. The panko breading was a lot different. The other was like a oh. really soft, thin beer batter. Thin strips and battered. Yes. Wow. Yes. Or breaded. It tasted more like a shrimp breading than anything else. Except their shrimp breading didn't taste like this. Tasted pretty bland. This is good breading is what I'm saying. The peanut butter on top was really was just straight up melted creamy peanut butter. And I'm sorry to say, a pretty bland variety mm. or type of peanut butter. I'm guessing they're using Jif. Maybe even one of the generic brands. If you're doing something like this, you got to go skippy um, with with a different kind of peanut butter. That I like tasted, Peter Pan. Uh, it's okay. Peter Pan is they, they're the ones that use they use a ton of like hydrogenated oil in mm. theirs and it's got a real artificial flavor to it the Skippy Natural is crunchy of like the major ones that are very creamy still mm. and sugary I think Skippy All Natural Crunchy is by far my favorite one but you know I go Smucker's All Natural when you have to stir it's no what my pie ate Andy what can I say it's what my pie Peter Pan my family was a Peter Pan family mm. too had to switch to creamy after he, you know, lost a bunch of teeth. Really? Yeah. That's a Sucked. bummer. Yeah. yeah. It did. You couldn't just buy one for him and one for the rest of the fam? No. No. Couldn't do that? No. Hmm. Well, I wish that this place used crunchy peanut butter on there. I wish they used a different type of peanut butter instead of just like... It really seems like they just put, you know, store brand peanut butter in the sure. microwave, melted it down, and put it on top. Yeah, it's probably like best choice, big jar. Something Get like your that, best yeah. value. I mean, it's probably like that, but a food service uh -huh. type. I'm sure it's like one oh, of those okay. big. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you, whenever you... Cisco butter. Some, yeah, exactly. Something like that. But the, have you ever seen like one of the six-gallon jugs of peanut butter that no. has... Uh, it's almost like a soap dispenser thing on top. It's not soap dispenser, mm. obviously, but it's very similar to that where you push down on it and it'll like plop out some peanut butter. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I need and, one of those in my and house. And you know it's not a soap dispenser because you did try to yeah. take a shower in it. No, no, no. <laughs> I used it that way on purpose, knowing that it wasn't so. I love peanut butter that much. I want to smell like it. Uh -huh. I want to. It's good for your face. Success. Peanut oil is good for your face. I just want to rub it all over. We should get a George Washington Carver expert on the show. You know, I have a picture of him in my kitchen. I do. Yeah, he's great. He is. He did not invent peanut butter, but he is. He's great. But he, he still the he invented the peanut. <laughs> As we all know. Oh. 
it is pretty fun to get to blow third graders' minds every year and be like, do you know he didn't invent peanut butter? But he did like a hundred other things with peanuts that were, you know, wonderful and revolutionary. Shampoo. Yeah. The Aztecs invented peanut butter, supposedly. Wow. Though surely somebody else in history before those pesky Aztecs thought to grind up those nuts. So you, Andy's really... I'm an Aztec's truther. Yeah, he, he's on Reddit a lot, talking about how the Spaniards brought peanut butter <laughs> no, to, no, to no, those no, pesky no, no, Aztecs. No, 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 That is not what I was saying. <laughs> That's not the bit, Dan. Just saying, get, getting weirdly passionate about the Aztecs. Maybe somebody else invented peanut butter before them. Nope. Andy said the peanut oh. butter came over on the boats, and anyway, that's why they looked at them as gods. I was because really of their peanutty butter. <laughs> the chicken breast and the rice mm. here. But, uh, you know, I didn't want to like search the entire town for a postcard with a picture of this dish so I could send it to my grandma or anything. <laughs> Uh, it was pretty good, just not just not anything special. I wish I'd have liked it more. Chicken breast was good, rice was good. The peanut that made this peanut chicken was not great. So uh, I know one of my bandmates uh, tried the lemon chicken, which was served this way. You can't tell on the menu, Dan, which variation of the chicken you're going to get. Whether you get the gummy chunk chicken, mm-hmm. or whether you're going to get the sliced up chicken breast. Yeah. And she got lemon chicken, and it was the exact same thing as mine, except it had lemon, like some kind of thin lemon sauce on the side. Mm. So she would dip or pour, and it was pretty good. Had a little, had a little taste of the lemon sauce, and thought that was fine. So you got to ask. You go in there and ask, "What kind of chicken sure. is this?" I demand to know. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. But anyway, Dan, what was your other one? My girlfriend uh, just uh, related to that. She ordered the uh, sesame chicken one time and it was the gummier of the two chickens and i think that was probably what uh turned me off to the whole of the restaurant back whenever we tried it in 2016 i probably got sesame chicken or cashew chicken and it came like that and that's just not our preferred style so mm-hmm. we went a couple doors down back to uh hong kong Inn where it's decidedly worse yeah even than this gummy chicken uh this time andy though I didn't want to get any of that regular stuff. I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to chop it up, Andy. Mix it up mm. after I chopped it up. Yeah, and I get the it. mixing was the actual thing that uh-huh. I'm doing now. Yeah. Mushu pork, Andy. Don't think we've ever had anybody try mushu. No, this is the pancakes for the show. It is the pancakes, Andy. It's a wrap dish with mm. fresh snow peas, eggs, shredded cabbage, mushrooms served with hoisin sauce this is served with five pancakes get five more if you add a dollar andy Ooh, wow that's not bad i sure did i sure did get those extra five and i'm glad i did andy they're long thin strips of pork no gristle or fat kind of sounds like what you're describing with the chicken but these were just like really nice and tender good pork flavor I, I, sometimes I'm weary of ordering pork at places. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It, it, you know, it's not the worst version of it is just some grisly pork. I don't mind whenever it's just like very finely kind of cubed pork like you'll get in pork fried rice. But these were fantastic. Just long, thin strips, a strong teriyaki flavor mm. to this whole thing is really all I can describe it as. 
but great texture with the mushrooms and the crunchy cabbage. Mm-hmm. The pancake, Sandy. You ever had Mushu? No, I sure haven't. And, but you read the pancakes on the menu. Yes. So I was thinking little sopes or something. Yep. I don't know. It, it's just rice paper. It's just yeah. like a, a pre-egg roll egg roll. Mm-hmm. Not quite translucent like you like you get a fresh spring roll in. I uh, couldn't couldn't see through it is what that means to the dummies. <laughs> These were so good, Andy. Yeah, this was so, so good. I love this. You put the hoisin on that wrap. You put a chunk of the cabbage with those mushrooms and the delicious pork in there. Put a little of the spicy yellow mustard that you get on the side. Great chew to that just outer layer. Real easy to roll up. Nice size on all those. Just fantastic, Andy. Yeah. Really, really good. That's awesome. I, I, I really like this. And all the portions at uh, Asian Hut are pretty big this was not so served with much. rice or anything yeah. it was just purely cabbage and sauce i didn't talk about that everything i got that came with rice came with so much rice oh, just like way gigantic more than I portions yeah. yeah um and you know you're paying for the portions it's also a little pricier yeah. than a lot of places but this dish in particular i just really liked i'm glad i got those extra five pancakes because i was able to take it the next day yeah. to work and do some more wraps and they were all really good so you would just fork or chopstick some stuff onto the pancake mm-hmm. and eat it yeah well no i i would chopstick it on there and then pretty much wrap it up like what i thought an egg roll would be or just my experience wrapping a uh, burrito or mm. wrap if th- you will my understanding is that is a very common uh like presentation of food mm. uh in northern china uh awesome yeah and i need to get more into it it looks very fun (laughs) yeah i mean really as far as flavor like i said straight down the middle teriyaki but the mushrooms like were cooked very well and actually plump and juicy i i would say i'm I'm gonna go for mushu whenever i see it Mm. it's gonna be like mush that's you Uh uh-huh with your snow dogs Heading toward the Mushu. If I if I Mushi if I if I see Mushu, You're I'm gonna mush too. I'm mushing too. <laughs> mm-hmm. And wow. should we get into how you were mad about Mushu being removed from the Mulan movie? Yeah, we should. The Eddie Murphy Let's dragon. Get deep into it. <laughs> we did. Eddie Murphy played. The, I haven't seen the the animated one nor the new one. Yeah, yeah. Eddie Murphy plays a little dragon, <laughs> the original one. Is it is it similar to Donkey? <laughs> donkey. Uh, no, and I'm just now realizing it might that, not be Eddie Murphy. Uh, that was I, my Mulan voice. Donkey. Uh huh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That, yeah. You got it right on the head. I, I sure do hope that I was right about that. Yeah, the Dan, little dragon being played me by too. Eddie Murphy. Check for it. Check for you. No. And no. Cut it it's, if no. It's actually fine. I, I think we'll just let the lo- listeners decide. Uh, if Did you I'm, almost say the losers? <laughs> well. Andy, I, that was Freudian slip. The losers. <laughs> yes, I don't think they're losers. I think they're great, Andy. Yeah. Uh, I also tried General Chicken, Dan. Got good cans on them, all of them. <laughs> headphones. He means headphones, everyone. I mean, butt cheeks. Uh, <laughs> trying to help you is me trying to reach out. 
You know, you're about to fall off a cliff and I'm reaching my hand down trying to grab and you're like, you pull your hand away well, like you you're doing one of those. listeners are going to take umbrage with me saying they got a <laughs> nice juicy cape I on think them? it'd be really funny if, in a movie if, you know, if somebody does the the pull away the high five thing uh-huh. in the beginning and then, then they let go of a cliff and do the pull mm. away high five thing yeah. again, but it kills them. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty good yeah yeah anyway Maybe a bygone era of, of films uh-huh. <laughs> the wink as they're falling yeah absolutely because like Zucker brothers thing <laughs> oh, love the direction those 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 guys went no with their yeah. careers wow now you're just doing it yourself all right general chicken mm. this tasted almost identical to the orange allegedly crispy beef mm. dan the sauce was exactly this like it was the same sauce yeah. Um, and I did not order orange chicken. I very clearly ordered general chicken. It says so on the menu. You can even go back and see where I ordered it. Extra, extra spicy. No spice. They did do the thing where they put the two, you know, those thin red peppers in there. Mm-hmm. You remember when I ate one of those in creation and it was maybe like the ba- the worst thing I've ever done? Yeah, um, yeah that was not good after mm. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're no good. They're yeah, hard. They're, they're just not, no. not fun. So they put two of those on there and I think that's what made this spicy. You could see some red peppers in there. Maybe I may have just like dulled my spice palette to the point where it has to, I it, it has to hurt me for it to register. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe this is me more than the place, but the orange chicken didn't taste particularly orangey. Yeah. Neither did this. This also had a little bit of a citrusy zest, but it wasn't a particularly orangey citrusy citrusy zest. I think they're using the same base sauce. Like a lot of these places use the same base, like sweet syrupy yeah. sauce. Just add stuff to it. That's what they're doing. My here. girlfriend also got general chicken one of the times we went. Tasted exactly like the sesame chicken. Yeah. And there was no spice. Yeah, there's nothing. Didn't taste anything like general chicken. Um, the chicken is gummy. It is not crispy at all. The meat is, itself is is decent. But when I'm eating uh, eating a dish like this, like a Springfield-style cashew chicken, the breading needs to taste good and have a taste. And this is like saturated beer batter, like a thin saturated beer batter. And when I say saturated, I mean the sauce instantly permeates, takes away any Christmas that it has. And this is just like gummy, sloppy, fine. It's fine. It's okay. It just doesn't give you that nice, crunchy texture and sweetness and spiciness that you want from a general chicken. What did you think of those three big, ugly broccolis you got with it? They were <laughs> huge. <laughs> so big. I ate like one of them. heads of broccoli. I ate one of them. I was like, this is, this yeah. is untenable. Like, yeah. There's no reason for me to eat <laughs> no. this. It's... It's big enough that like you can't possibly sop up enough sauce. Yeah, they're not like submerged in yeah. the sauce or anything. Anyway, I do like the. I got white rice with it this time, and I I've been enjoying the white 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 rice mm. quite a bit, Dan, because that's our default option at uh, Five Spice, which has kind of become a go to for me since we reviewed it. I'm going once a week. I'm going once a week to Five oh, Spice. Wow. It's really good. Nice. Anyway, and they they always do white rice there, and this place did white rice, and I like that. I like the combination of the rice with the. General and would have liked it even more if the general chicken had tasted anything like general chicken. Hmm. This wasn't great, Dan. I mean, it even made me like the beef one less because I realized the beef one wasn't like a special preparation that made it taste the way it did. Yeah. I liked the taste of the beef better for whatever reason. The flavor of the beef worked with the gummy breading better than the flavor of the chicken worked with the gummy hmm. breading, at least for me. But now knowing that this is just what their breading, breaded dishes taste like, or this variation of breaded dishes yeah. tastes like. Uh, just not for me. Just not for me. So y- I haven't, didn't really try anything here that I loved. 
Um, and I tried three different things and had a little bite. Uh, Colin in the band who's been on the show mm-hmm. got a Singapore Me Fun, and that was by far the best thing I tasted. Oh, I only really? had one, one little one little bite from the corner of his, and uh, just you know really thin oily noodles sure. with some veggies and also his I on his I was I actually wrote really go crazy. I was like five out of five as spicy as you can, as you can make it. Quote quote really go crazy and nothing like no mm-hmm. heat. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe they just don't have stuff to make stuff spicy here. Hey, yeah. Not sure. Oh, we actually also tried a small order of chicken lo mein. Mm. I really liked the oh, lo good. mein. Had a nice mix yeah. of uh, cabbage in it. Nice. Uh, the chicken didn't have a whole lot of flavor per se, but it, it you know it was just nice thin strip chicken and sure. Uh, I, I just love the mixture of cabbage in there. Great, great texture. Sounds like I uh, had a little better. Yeah, go it really at it does. than you. I think you tried a wider variety of stuff mm. that I than than I did. Also, uh, did, did you try any sushi? I didn't. That's so <laughs> funny because you, you really wanted to do. You've re- really been wanting uh-huh. to do a sushi place yeah. lately, and this place has sushi, and you yeah. did not get it. Yeah, I tried the Godzilla roll, Dan. That's the worst Godzilla voice anyone has ever done. Oh no! Trying to they do say a, he's got to go. <laughs> that Godzilla. <laughs> Uh, did we we play that song at some point on the show? No, we we did another Blue Oyster Cult mm. song. We still do sometimes. So Dan, this roll had uh, it was deep fried with red snapper, salmon, cream cheese, and avocado, topped with eel sauce and spicy mayo. This looked like some slop in the box that mm-hmm. it came in. Uh, slop I don't in the box. I don't think it. I don't think it traveled well, but also. The eel sauce wasn't touching any of the sushi. Like Ooh. you, you could you could tell if it. So the bottom of the box was coated with the, with the eel sauce. Like a ton of it was on mm. there, but there hadn't really been any directly applied to the sushi, which is probably smart. Thinking of it, thinking about it now for it to go. So you just had to dip it in there, but it, it looked messy in in there. Anyway, so you could see the. The, the breading on the outside was really thin, which I liked. It's kind of like almost like spider webby on the outside, real thin. You can still see through and get the green seaweed wrap. Are we up for a spider webby this year? Yeah, we are. I, th- I think we're going to win it this time. Mm-hmm. And um, so <laughs> this is big and fat. They're really big. They're, this is a wide load. Uh, the band, we split it. And man, this has one flavor. Mm. Cream cheese. Yeah. Whenever so you said cream cheese and avocado much. and mayo, it's like... Yeah. Oh, this is goopy. That's a lot of... Yeah. It's goopy. Uh, they might as well not put any fish in there. It had two two types of fish, mm-hmm. uh, red snapper and salmon. Sure. And you could see them, but when you look at it through the middle, like it's like 90% of the middle of this thing was cream cheese. Yeah. So much. It's just a glob. I guess they think people in the Ozark just love cream cheese. I think they're right, Dan. This I liked. I like this way more than the crab rangoon. Oh, really? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did because actually the outside did have a little bit of a crunchy texture, and this mm-hmm. just had a lot more, lot more, <laughs> a lot fuller of a lot more full of. A, I don't know how to say this. The flavor was fuller. Yeah, <laughs> more full. Yeah, it had a lot. There was a lot more to the flavor. It was still rich and mushy, but I I, I like this quite a bit. Didn't taste anything like sushi. Um, very much an Ozark sushi, mm-hmm. but uh. Just a little bit of zip to the to the sauce too, that uh, eel sauce or whatever the red sauce. The, there are two sauces. Sure. The red sauce that came on it uh, had a little bit of heat to it. And I like that spicy mayo. This was yeah spicy mayo. This was fine. 
Uh, this was pretty good. I like this. Now I wish I would have gotten it. Yeah. I mean, it's not real sushi. It's, no. like I said, Ozark sushi. Yeah. It's some some garbage food that tastes really good. <laughs> so, All right, Dan. Um, how many Asian huts would you rate this place? Oh, wow, Andy. You're just getting so good with these. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. You know, I, I think if you stick to how the non- How many Eastern Hemisphere shacks okay. would you rate Asian hut, Dan, out of five? <laughs> I think I like that one less. Uh... Yeah, I would say if you stick to the non like uh, straight up Springfield style cashew stuff and maybe go uh, a little off the beaten path here, you you might get something tasty. Yeah, like the uh, that uh, mushu pork, which I will probably get again from another restaurant or two Just to try it out. Yeah, and if I don't like it as much, I'll be going back to Asian Hut. Another great part of asian hut you can probably get most of these entrees and split them mm, with yeah, somebody definitely. or at least split them for your dinner and then uh work the next day or yep. whatever uh I, i'm gonna give them three yeah i, I, I liked asian hut i'm on the exact same page dan i thought it was totally fine didn't have anything bad nothing there was bad some of the, some of the stuff i tried was a lot different than my expectations in a way that i perceived as negative and I, I could see how somebody could learn to enjoy or come to really enjoy what you get here as far as the breaded sauce and, you know, breaded protein sauce sure. and rice dishes. It is just not what I look for, but I could see people really enjoying it and getting used to it for sure. So I recommend trying it out because it's just a very different. It's like a it's like a nice version of the real gummy chicken that mm. you can get at Canton Inn or um Hong Kong and places like that. That's a, I think that's a good describer. Yeah, yeah. It's like and a if we ever do get this fantastic guest on the show, we'll have to get their thoughts on. Yeah, it. absolutely. I so excited. We had a whole thing planned out, and yeah, it was it was it's going to be a good time, elaborate. folks. Yeah. Anyway, so that's Asian Hut. Uh, totally fine. Yeah. Nice if you're if you're close by. Why not try it out? Cool, Dan. Mm. I guess that about wraps up the show. I mean, we usually only have one segment, so. Look who it is who just waddled over to Vickler Park. How you boys doing? Oh, I'm sorry if I peeked in the headphones I don't there think a you little did. bit. I think Duh. you're fine. I think you were sufficiently far away from your microphone that it didn't do any real damage. How are you doing? Hey, lovely to have you here back on the show. I'm doing great, Andy, to answer your question. And for you, Dan, thank you. I appreciate you saying those kind things about me being back on a show just now. It's, of course, me, Ronald McDonald's cigarette yeah. smoking robot, president of Condé Nast Entertainment. <laughs> Condé Nast Entertainment? Oh, yeah. I guess we ought to get it's right an into it, yeah. Andy. This new? Since the last time I was on your beautiful show here. With hey, thanks. My former friend, Wendy Williams, is a cigarette smoking android, who mm. I will not mention much more of. Hopefully, they do not come up. Last time was on your lovely show here. Plugging some product of some sort. Who knows what it yeah. was or when it was. Uh-huh. It's been a while. I know yeah. that. You, you want to something new now? I'm on to something new now, Andy. I really on hit the big time. To the next one. The executives there and... The rappers, as well as you're referencing, they were all listening to the show, and they said, we got to get this guy straight to the top. Mm. 
So I'm yeah. at Condé Nast now in the Freedom Tower, Andy. I'm on the top floor. I'm handling everything except that bon appetit stuff that happened. I didn't have any kind of hand in that. But okay. all the other stuff, Epicurious, Wired, that's me now. Yeah. And I'm just glad to be in New York Pitchfork. City. Pitchfork. I got to, you know what? I talk Best about this new on Twitter. Music. I have some real problems with Pitchfork these days. Oh, yeah. Let's get, get into, into them. I'm, I'm the president, of course, so I can take up any of your complaints. <laughs> it kind of seems like they that the writers don't have much of a voice and that the site decides what's going to get a good review and bad review, and they just find... The, the editors decide what's going to get a good review and bad review, and they just find somebody. They'll just find a writer to to validate that. I tell them, give everything a seven. Give everything <laughs> between a seven and a 7.6. Don't angry these yeah. freaking crazy kids. Yeah. They're outside the Condé Nast Tower. Just, the Freedom Tower, of course. Sure. They renamed Condé Nast Tower. They only have one, one guy review like any album with guitars. His name's Ian Cohen. And he has vendetta, oh, personal Cohen, vendettas. Good guy. Is sevens he? across the board for this guy. He yeah. gives sevens like no other. Best new music this week, of right. course. Dan. Uh, Phoebe. Dan, what do you think? Hey, hey I'm, I am I just figured you guys were chopping it up. I'm not much of a music guy, personally. I don't listen to this stuff. You know about Phoebe Bridgers? No, just music in general. I was like going back to... Oh, Hulk. me? Yeah. No, I was talking about Phoebe Buffay from the uh, lovely New York television show Friends, of oh, course. Okay. And I believe that was her last name. I'm not sure. Central Perk, Gunther, all that stuff. <laughs> I'm the head of Gunther. Gunther has been in the zeitgeist lately. I've heard a bunch of podcasts talking about Gunther. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't listen to any podcasts, so okay. surely there wasn't any crossover or brain bleed there that made me <laughs> mention him. So, Ron, was there a reason you came on the yeah, show? Ron, just to kind of talk about Condé Nast? Absolutely, just to talk about Condé Nast. Are you kidding me? I came here because you booked me, Dan. Oh, Dan's behind oh, this. Oh, you got to get better about, like, letting me know when guests are coming down. Well, I think I might have forgot about this one. I think I booked this before the quarantine started, Whoa. actually. So it's, it's been a while you ago. You booked someone for mid-November back in, like, February? Well, I have a very busy schedule. Yeah. Don't ride Dan's hump like that, Andy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I do work him pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, he really does, especially <laughs> whenever it comes to scheduling guests. <laughs> Anywho, you did send me an email, Dan. You said I was gonna come on to uh, kind of talk about my head as uh, Condé, my head as Condé Nast. You know, mm. uh, in a segment called Life of Ron. So if you would Life just hit that theme music okay. there for me, Andy. Can do. Thank you. I was sitting in this coffee house, and this old man at the table next to me struck up a conversation. He said you had an amazing story. Let's see then. Where to begin? It's me, Ronald McDonald, a cigarette smoking robot, here to talk about Condé Nast, and I'm just going to jump right into it right now. Hey there, what, what are you oh, doing no. over there? Wendy, so good to see you. Why, of course it is me, Wendy Williams, the cigarette smoking android. 
president of Viacom. Smoking hot, more like it. Oh, Wendy. and look at this guy here. He's, he's talking about how good looking he is. Been a long time, Wendy. Shiraz, Ronald, what are you doing <laughs> showing your face around here in Vickle Irvy Park whenever I'm booked on the show? Wait, double booking? Oh, no. This... Did I... Did I double book you guys? I think you did. I... This is a real Cold Stone Cream Austin move, I must say. I Dan. know. It, it, it was March, and our minds were just going crazy. I forgive you, Dan and Andy, less so. <laughs> what? Hey, well, <laughs> you know, I'm, I do? I'm famously more of a Dan guy. I don't know I what hand you had nothing. in this. I, hey, don't try and talk like me now. I'm a, I'm a Texas folk through and through. <laughs> what I'm surprised at, though, is to see my old friend Ronald McDonald. Mm. Yeah, I mean, me and Wendy haven't been talking so much since I became the president of Viacom. Oh, since he became the president Wait, of Viacom. What? Excuse Wendy? me. I'm so Wendy, of course, is the president of Viacom. Wendy's that happened around robot? the same time. Well, of course. Yeah. Did you not know that? I guess not. Yeah, I mean... Some cowboys are named Wendy. Oh, I guess I'm just like challenging my own uh, predilections here. Yeah, it's a Texas name, Andy. Yeah. We call people honey down here sometimes, and that's I, not a thing for girls I don't think neither. Back a single word. I still think you're smoking hot, Wendy. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> it. What are you doing later? Oh, he is a, he is a hot fella, and Did I you? appreciate if you weren't. Do you need your oil changed? <laughs> All right, listen now. You don't. You, I, I, I cannot believe you are coming on to me on the show right now, and I, I'm gonna go ahead and acknowledge it, but try and move right past it. I, of course, I'm here. Hey, for yeah, a keep, segment. It, keep it professional. You, you don't have you don't have to leave when the show's over, though, or anything. Yes, I do have to Man, leave. I'm the I head mean, of a very important company. He's the head of like Viacom Entertainment Group out in LA. I can like make. We've got more coffee. The West Coast. I mean, there's no reason for you to leave. Please, Andy. Just, I don't. Why? Why are we doing this right now? It was one. It was one date. It was just a good night kiss. And what, oh, but I've thought about it since. Andy, did cut. Hey guys, you mind if we get on to the the talking, rest of the look, show? Just, just you know, you can't text me like that. I'm like, I'm here for a segment like called "Life of Wendy Williams: The Cigarette Smoking Android." <laughs> Andrew, if you I can't would please wait. I can't wait for the this. theme right now. Fine. I'm here to talk about my job as head of Viacom, of course, VH1, uh, Comedy Central. Um, I think like Cartoon Network is one of our mm -hmm. things. MTV. MTV, of course, and MTV2, don't forget. Oh, I would never forget MTV2. Where else are you going to watch your old episodes of Robin Big? <laughs> MTV <laughs> 2 for Robin Big and ridiculousness pretty that's, much all day long. That's why they got that's why it's two. They got both of them. They got Robin and Big. Well, it's actually two because of a two-headed pit bulldog that I had. We named it after him and used him as the little hey, logo down there in the in corner. In that case, I'm guessing the M stands for Mutt. Much TV cuz you're two dogs. <laughs> what is this guy <laughs> talking about, Wendy? <laughs> I know that we're not on great terms, but I'm kind of bonding with you just in in my hate for him. 
Well, Wendy doesn't I, I wouldn't listen. call it hate. Uh, you Wendy know, we, doesn't hate me. Okay, let Andy, please. Anyway. Yeah, I know we all have roles to play in this world. But Wendy, I would just appreciate it if you just take it easy on me. Andy. Respect Andy, my feelings, please. Andy, I'm going to step in right now for my former friend, Wendy Williams, and say you need to pump the brakes and give him time, you know? If movies have taught us anything, it's just keep on trying over and over yeah. and over and over and over again, Andy, and you're going <laughs> to get him. You're going to get the cowboy robot. cigarette smoking android. I'm a robot, Andy. Android, He's an right. android. android. Jeez, get it right. Sorry. Anywho, me and Wendy haven't been talking a lot, so it's kind of awkward for us to both be here at the same time trying mm. to do competing segments. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm really sorry that I booked you guys at the same time, but is there any Andy? We we gotta help them hash this out. Yeah. Like they're can you can you collaborate with your life, oh. your the stories about your lives? Maybe All this right. would be like a good bonding, like reconnection exercise for you two. No, no, I. I don't know about that. You see, me and me and uh, Ronald McDonald, the cigarette smoking old robot. We're we're just we're we're not friends anymore. Well, I'm, I'm a West Coast elite. He's he's in over East in Coast New York. Yeah, and I and I did whenever I took over as president of Condé Nast, I did move even closer to the coast in New York. I mean, so I'm right on the Wendy, freaking Atlantic Ocean now. I remember you saying that like you could get used to the Midwest. You said this to me. Oh. And now I'm hearing you talking about the East. Hey, listen, man. <laughs> and this is my voice, Wendy Williams, a cigarette smoking android. I I gotta live in L.A. It's it's for my job at Viacom, and that's all the way it is. And L.A. folks and New York folks just can't you, get along. You can work remotely. My my internet is great, Andy. I I just don't know. And well, I haven't, I haven't even told you the whole reason. That we's mad at each other. He hadn't even gotten into the full of it, you see. That doesn't seem important to me right now. It is important. <laughs> no, it is actually. <laughs> I think it's kind of important, Andy. You should let him get into okay, it. Okay, fine. Okay, Wendy. Well, we have to talk about this later. Well, you promise? Well, this is kind of related, and I don't know how you're going to th- take this, Andy, but when, when me and... When, when when Ron and I, when 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 we was breaking up our friendship, wait, what we was actually both both seeing some ladies and wait what? Ronald McDonald, cigarette smoking robot, stole my lady. Yeah, and Wendy Williams stole my lady. I was of course dating. Well, who were you dating, Wendy? Why don't you say first? <laughs> Well, I was, of course, dating Angela Bassett. And, uh, Wait. Huh? Yeah, we attended a big yacht party together. Does she know about me? No, she doesn't know about you. you we were after all this, Andy. Oh, okay. I, just because I don't tell you about my whole past life with Oscar winner Angela Bassett. And I don't actually know if she's an Oscar winner, but she dang well ought to be. Been, she is yeah. such a fantastic actress. I agree. We agree on that, Wendy. Stole her from Courtney B. Vance. <laughs> And she was mine for a time, Andy. She was before we were went on that date, of course. Yeah, and I I stole her outright from under him. We were at a big yacht party in Dubai. 
And I started making eyes at her. And then I see this guy over here, this smooth cowboy, this good-looking hunk. He's looking at my girl, Florence Pug. (laughs) (laughs) And he's making eyes at her. (laughs) And he steals her right out from my hands, Andy and Dan. So (laughs) you had Florence Pug. I think it's pronounced Pew. Oh, that's why she left me. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Pizone. Okay, so Florence Pugh left you because you thought her name was Florence Pug. Well, I mean, she left me because I called her Florence Pug a bunch of times. And uh, also, she left me because Wendy Williams was making the eyes at it. As you can see, Wendy Williams is a good looking man. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for noticing my juicy cheeks. But that is all behind us. We've broken up, me and Florence Pug. You you call her Florence Pug also? Is that not her name? I love your sense of humor, Wendy. (laughs) (laughs) You always know how to make me laugh. So you guys have broke, everybody's broken up now? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Angela Bassett's back with Courtney B. Vance. Florence Pug is, of course, (laughs) now with Zach Braff, who I also do have a problem with. It's definitely a trade down. They stole her from me. That's true, too. They're together. I know. No. Odd. I don't know. Happy for them. Whatever. Andy, we first of all, we got to wrap the show up. Why? Secondly. And if if I could just talk to Andy in private for just a second, guys. Yeah. Well, of course. Absolutely. We got to wrap the show up, Andy. Do we? It's going a little long. It's going a little long. Eh? Yeah, it's true. Let's figure out if we can get just some way for them to mend their differences. Oh, what do you mean like them doing their segment at the same time? Okay, like, well, let's try like that. Try to, but get, yeah, it seems like I had that idea like seven minutes go ago. Ahead, go ahead and tell them that. Okay. Again. Okay, Ronald and Wendy. Yes, me! Yes. And that is, of course, sweet, me. Sweet, Wendy. Uh, I think we need to go back to what we talked about before. I, I think that, you know, we don't have a lot of time left in the show, so um, let me just take the blame for this. I know that I derailed us a little bit here. Easily. My fault, 100%. Yeah, it was what, definitely Andy's fault. Well, we're going to have to... I know. Most things are. Mm-hmm. Most bad things on the show are my fault. Yeah. What we're going to need to do, and again, this is not a compromise. This is my fault because we have to end it. I think we're going to have to combine your two segments where you talk about your lives. It wasn't the plan. We booked you both separately. Oh. Dan, I mean, Dan did mess up. That's probably my fault, too. I mean, it's my fault because I gave Dan the reins. Mm-hmm. It's a mistake. Yeah. You know, but still, the, you know, so would you both, would you be willing in the to beginning? Just, it's to your fault. Trade off. It to me. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is my fault. Um, would you two be willing to trade off like robot and Android hand in hand just for old time's sake? Just remember how it used to feel when you were close to each other. So what you're saying is, so what you're saying is, Andy, mm-hmm. that me, Ronald McDonald, the cigarette smoking robot. Yeah. I am me, Wendy Williams, the cigarette smoking android. Uh, Wendy, yeah. That we, the two of us. Yeah. That we should have a duel to the death to decide if we're still friends? Okay, Andy, whatever you say. 20 paces. Yes, that's what I meant by compromise. Two. Three. Four. We could do all the things. Five. Six. Seven. 
<laughs> Which one of you was that? <laughs> oh no! Is Buddha and Howell here too? Is he just standing up by the side? I watching? don't think he is. I don't think he is. I think that might have just been a combo of their two. They said it at the same time, and now they're on fourteen. Fifteen, of course, here in New York. Uh, Sixteen. Wait, are you remote from New York right now? No, I just says that because oh, okay. whenever it comes from the mouth of a true New Yorker like me, Ronald McDonald, a cigarette smoking robot, pizza pie, one dollar a slice. I'm walking That's here. That's when you walk in here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Nineteen. <laughs> And the 20. Please don't. Please don't do this. Here we go. Don't do it. But if you do, just get it over with quickly. <laughs> All right. Here we go. <laughs> that was Boudin Hell, actually. I think he's announcing oh, the start Boudin. of the duel. That's right. It's me, Boudin, up, Boudin Hell. And I'm going to fire my starting pistol to start the duel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, Blue Dan Hell got shot. Wow, they are both terrible shots. These are both bad, bad shooters. Nobody hit anybody. Wow, I don't think I believe I've been hit at all. I, I don't think I got hit a single time by one of those bullets. I, I did get it hit a couple times, me boo and hell, but it'll be fine. I got the oh. swamp water to cure it. <laughs> oh, I I can't believe I I didn't get shot by my best friend. Uh, yeah. I, were you intentionally not aiming for me, Wendy? No, I must have been divine intervention of some <laughs> sort. Like in the movie. What movie? Like like that movie. Michael? Like Michael. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Well, I guess that means that we're friends again, Ronald. Wow. What a tidy resolution. I guess it does. Wow. That is a tidy resolution. And hey, you know what? We got, we can't be coastal elites and hating each no, other no because one of them's a driving city and me in New York we're walking all over the place we gotta meet in the middle windy well I do believe you're right I think we're gonna be picking up roots here at Viacom we're gonna be moving it right here to Springfield Missouri yes yes we're the moving the news. Freedom Tower and Condé Nast right here to Springfield as well all right Yep, that's right, and we're going to join the companies together as well, and it's going to be Nasty Viacom Condi. <laughs> that's a little clunky. I think you can, you can probably plus that up. Oh, like a, oh, I got the perfect thing. We mix the two words together. Nasty Viacom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that'll probably do it. Yep, that's right. The name of the company is now Nasty Via Condom, and I don't see anything wrong with that at all. And uh, I guess, I mean, I guess we ought to start get working. We need to get all these employees. I guess we ought to start get working. <laughs> you shut your mouth, Andy. Don't you talk about the way I talk. I am your elder.
Ooh. Is that, is that so? Oh, that's it. Andy's getting turned on by this guy what? saying he's his elder. I just looked into his eyes. He's weeping, but in like <laughs> a wistful way. Oh, I, I respect my elders. Okay, well, I can't have that with my new best friend, Wendy. Oh, my. There's raccoons getting in my bag of stuff over there. I will help you out getting those dang it raccoons out of your stuff. My best friend, Ronald McDonald, is like a fucking robot. Well, they ran off to oh. shoo Wendy, those raccoons away. Text me later. Hmm. Again. That's how people talk to each other, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They say, Wendy, text me later again. <laughs> wow. That was something. That sure was something, Andy. I'm, I'm, I, I love having Ronald McDonald's cigarette smoking robot and Winnie Williams cigarette smoking Android here on the show. That's why I booked them mm. eight months ago. Yep. And I, it sucks that I double booked them because it could have been great content for next episode. I think you just stop. It sucks. It sucks, Andy. <laughs> it all sucks. <laughs> Got anything else for the show? <laughs> I don't. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. I'd be so surprised if anyone <laughs> made it to this point. <laughs> oh, not me. Let's go. It was baby. good. It was fun. Okay. Uh, Tower Club, Tower Club, mm -hmm. Also, it doesn't matter, whatever. Five dollars so. Half of which goes to Ozark Oh, yeah. That, that part is good. So, more of this that you can tolerate or not listen to, and then you just, you know, half of that. Can I think go. we've donated probably over $1,000 yeah, to that feel Ozark's good? Food Harvest yeah. this year. So, yeah. Feels awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Get letters from the kids. Let we do. Know. They're cute. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Uh, Hey, thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to hear two bonus episodes per month, join the Spring Food Mo Tower Club. Go to towerclub.springfoodpod.com. On one episode, we talk about whatever, and on the other, we review all the new restaurants in town. Joining the Tower Club is only $5 a month. Half of that helps us put on the podcast, and the other half is donated to Ozarks Food Harvest to help fight hunger in the Ozarks. So you're saying listeners can donate money to a good cause and get two more episodes of our dumb show? That's what I'm saying, Dan. $5 a month at towerclub.springfoodpod.com. Cool. Thanks for the money. <laughs>